The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon, everyone, on this Monday. It's January 11th. Here I am. It is Juan. It is John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. And um, I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. If you have Facebook, we do this hour, Facebook Live. And then we do it at different times and breaking news and so forth. This portion of the John DePietro Show, which you can see on Facebook Live. Good afternoon to everyone on Facebook Live. Please click the like button and share that you're watching. Is brought to you by Preferred Towing and Recovery. Our friends Mark and Christine, they're located right in Lincoln. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, private property towing services. Mark's been doing repossessions for 30 years. He'll get the job done safely and securely. Preferred Towing. They also buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. Call today for a fair offer, 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online, preferredrecovery.com, preferredrecovery.com, and they're also on Facebook. Now, folks, we have some news on this Monday. And again, uh, I want to thank Justin Katz. You know, I really like our segment with him, which is politics this week. If you missed it, you can log on at the website and then you go right under radio show and then you can see it listed there. But there is a developing story that we're uh, learning about that we're going to monitor. Developing story that is right at the entrance to the pawn shop that is owned by Rocky Baldelli. Right in Woodsocket. Um, let's see. Unconfirmed reports telling of a medical examiner arriving on the scene. And they're putting up white sheets to block the public view. Heavy police presence, including unmarked vehicles. So we're going to find out. Something is up on this Monday, and we don't know other than that. But wanna, you know, we'll bring you any developing news on that and something to watch. Now, folks, again, um, there's so much happening right now. And I also want you to understand that there's just, whether you realize it or not, free speech is under attack. Free speech is under attack. I realize there's a lot of people that are on a, that are not on Twitter. But it's going into different areas. It is going into different areas where the, the ability to voice your opinion and speak out, whether people realize it or not, it, it is truly under attack. And something that people need to understand is the progressives, the Democrat Party, they have no interest in your opinion. I think many of you know that. You know, they have no interest in what you think. They want you to just do as you're told and pay taxes and just fall in line. And we've seen a couple different examples of this. Now, over the weekend, President Trump has now been banned from Twitter. So some people, you know, have asked me, you know, you get no, I'm not. I'm not leaving Twitter. I'm not. I think in some form um, it's a great tool. I know a lot of people aren't on it. People just start to jump out. Um, (coughs) You have to use different tools. That's a very effective tool for me. But what's so disturbing is he didn't say anything obscene, right? He didn't do anything really outside the bounds. He is under the belief that the election was stolen from him. And Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline, folks, he has been quiet the entire time during the pandemic. He hasn't helped Rhode Island. You haven't seen from him. You haven't heard him. 
There was the riot back in June at the Providence Place Mall. He never commented on it. And now, if you go to my website, DePetro.com, I'm the only one in the media pointing out. Don't tell me that the media is not compromised. The media, let me explain, folks, what's, what's going on to you. The media is either they're on the side of the progressives or they're compromised, seemingly falling into two categories. Now, those of you that enjoy the program, um, like everyone else, you know, one, I don't live in a bubble. So people like me, see, I think you're an adult. You deserve the truth, whatever it may be. We can't get away from that. And you have a right to express opinion. Now, that doesn't mean we advocate for violence. Okay, it doesn't mean I'm horrified, mortified, like most of you are, if not everyone, by watching some of the video that the story in Washington, what happened last Wednesday, it's actually getting worse. It's actually getting worse. And there are repercussions going down against the president. They're trying to use that. And the people right now are working to try to change the narrative. But what I mean is you have to support people that want to bring you the truth. Now, if you go to the website, DeBeatDraw.com, it says support real news. That's what I try to bring you. Real news. And also, he tells it like it is. So what does that mean? Well, if you go to the website, if you go to my Facebook page, excuse me, DePetro.com. You go to Dep- uh, hold on, let me back up. If you go to the Facebook page, John DePetro Show on Facebook, there's an article in the Washington Post that Cumulus, who owns WPRO, they, they have sent out a memo, sent out last week, that if you talk about the election and say the election was stolen from the president, that you're going to be terminated. And I've been told, you know, someone posted last week, hey, last week, why did Matt Allen take down his Facebook page? And I think it's, it's because of that, because there are people, I'm sure, like everywhere, posting, I think the election was stolen. But think of that. So right now, if you were to call him up or call up no one, not that anyone's calling Pork Boy, but think of this, folks. The events of last week, that is obviously a talk topic. And one of the things that was driving last week are, are people are very upset with the way the election was held. And here in Rhode Island, people are upset about the election is held. But look at what the new rule is. You're supposed to be able to talk about it. Now, I want to be very clear. Those of you that engage with me on Facebook or send me email, (coughs) I shoot down a lot of the conspiracy stuff. Okay? I I do not sign on to this QAnon stuff. I don't go along with this Linwood General Mike Flynn, Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, where they were calling for Vice President Pence to be executed, taken down. He's a traitor. Tra- I don't go for that. But it, you know, and, and I think some element of that I do think is, is dangerous. But as far as the way the president has been treated, they're being told that you are not to discuss that the election was stolen from the president. And here in Rhode Island, you know, it, does that mean, look, at the, the damage here is that people are going to be afraid to talk at all about elections and the way elections are conducted. And that's exactly what they want. And that's very dangerous if that happens, because there is a big difference between saying that, you know, you should go in and commit violence, which I don't, obviously, folks, I don't have think I have to say, but I don't sign on to that. As a matter of fact, <coughs> Excuse me, last weekend, I was on social media saying this guy, Lynn Wood, Secret Service should go after him. 
I mean, you can't post things like that and the misleading people and this whole business that Pence is a traitor and Pence needs to be executed. I mean, it's frightening. He was posting that last weekend. I was arguing with people that were going along with that. Anyone that thinks that or tried to enact that should face consequences. But there's a huge difference between that and questioning the way the vote was done. But do you see where now it starts to become that people would become if if Matt Allen took down his Facebook page because he's afraid that he's he could lose his job. If someone posted something about the election, that in itself is a problem. If you make people that are talk hosts afraid to discuss things for fear that they're going to lose the job, folks, then we have real problems. And the problem is in how the progressives see Nellie Gorbia and the progressive element. They don't want you to talk about the elections. They like things the way they are. They want non-notarized ballots. They want anyone should be able to register to, to vote. And, and they want to push it that there should be no discussion on voter rolls or voter ID or the fact, you know, here's the thing. In other words, if I was still on the air at WPRO where I was for 10 years, right now they're saying that I would not be able to say or take a call from you. This is how dangerous this is. You're not allowed to discuss that in Rhode Island, Illegal aliens are registered to vote. And that is a fact. Because in Rhode Island, they have said you don't have the right to ask someone when they're registering to vote whether or not they're a citizen of the United States. Now, there are states that do it properly. We're not one of them. But look at the chill effect it has. And this is the second incident of the year. It started last week where Gene Velicenti from Channel 10, he came under attack for simply... Uh, showing a picture of the progressives on Channel 10. It never went on the air. It suddenly was knocked out because on Twitter, the progressives were saying, how dare you discuss us in a negative light? Now, as a result of last week, coming up at 1230, we're going to talk with Blake Filippi, the House Minority Leader. And I've posted about this on the website, topetro.com. There's a, a rep at the Rhode Island State House. He's a Republican. His name is Justin Price. He went to Washington last Wednesday. And they're coming up with all this foolishness. You know, they want him to resign. The progressives want him to resign. And what's really frightening is, now hold on. Let me, uh, I'm just getting some word. Unofficial, a man in following an altercation inside the pawn shop, made his way outside, shot himself, shot fatal. Uh, hold on. Made his way outside before. She, oh, he shot himself fatally. All right. Well, that's terrible. But we are trying to get some word. That's very. Victim is not uh, Rocky. Uh, following an altercation inside the pawn shop, went outside and shot shot himself. All right. Well, then we'll find out exactly what that is. The developing story. <coughs> but folks, what I want to point out to you is, don't be fooled by what they're basically saying. The progressives now is what they are basically saying is that this um, rep in Rhode Island, what they're really saying is that he needs to resign because he went to Washington. Because he went to support the president, he should resign. Your general treasurer, Seth Magaziner, he's the general treasurer of Rhode Island. (coughs) 
excuse me, folks, sorry. He's been elected twice now. He's going to run for governor. He put out a press release calling for Representative Justin Press to resign. And what he's trying to say now is that anyone that was in Washington is a white supremacist, was trying to overturn a presidential election. Democracy is under siege. That if you went there, you're fanning the flames of a fake conspiracy theory. And the fact that he went there and he wants him to resign because he wouldn't wear a mask when the General Assembly met last week. So he is saying that he lacks the judgment. He should resign from the House. If he doesn't, they should expel him. Now, Representative Justin Price, and I recognize most of you don't know who he is. He, he went to Washington. He went to see the President of the United States speak. He then walked to the Capitol. He never went inside. <clears throat> he is not under suspicion of illegal activity. He committed no wrongdoing. They want him to resign. They want him to resign because when he came back, he put on social media that he was hearing that it could have been Antifa and some members of Black Lives Matter that were involved. Now, anyone that says, well, that didn't happen, that's been dispelled. First of all, that, that's not fully settled yet. In the initial reports, it was unclear who was involved. And if anything, many of the people who were involved, they're more what I would describe as they're just anti-government people, almost anarchists in some way. There were Trump supporters there. And I say that as a Trump supporter. There were. There weren't all people like that. But I think there were some people, they go to anything that's against the government. And when they heard about people wanting to protest at the Capitol, they went and they were prepared. My point is Fox News was reporting that Antifa and Black Lives Matter members could have been involved. And there was someone from Utah who's a member of Black Lives Matter who was inside. So there were a lot of different types of people. No one could say this group definitively was this. So if he's speculating and saying, well, I think it was some members of Antifa and Black Lives Matter, he's not wrong. He's not 100% right. And you can't say there weren't Trump people inside. There were Trump people inside. But many of the people that I've seen some of the video, my point is, and, and think, if someone posted something on Thursday, now it's Monday, right? I mean, we've learned more over the weekend. Um, after the June riot, right? After the June riot that was downtown Providence where they destroyed Providence Place Mall, they destroyed the different downtown, it still hasn't recovered. That night and the next day, the head of the Rhode Island State Police was saying that he believed it was left-leaning groups and members of Antifa. And Governor Raimondo and Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza, they said that it was outsiders. These were not Rhode Island people. Well, two people were the FBI went after for torching that cruiser. Two people. And one of them lived right over the line in Cranston. And the other one lived about three miles from the State House. both one in Providence. So my point is that many times when something like this happens, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So, you know, <clears throat> that's part of the danger of coming to a conclusion after that until we get a better sense of exactly what happened. But make no mistake about it. The people, and there's a, 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 um, a petition out that they want him to resign. And the Democrat Women's Caucus want him to resign. Let, let's just be very clear what this is really about. They want this guy who's a Rhode Island representative. They want him to resign because he went to Washington. That's what it comes down to. Is the Rhode Island U.S. attorney... Is he looking for him? No. 
Are there any accusations that says Miss Man committed any crime by being in Washington? Zero. There were hundreds of thousands of people there. There are far more people than they expected. We're learning now that when they took out the permit for that on Monday, they thought they were going to have about 30,000 people there. There were hundreds of thousands of people there. So, but they're basically saying, and the new line is that he was encouraging, aiding and abetting an insurrection. Now, there was no talk about an insurrection uh, leading up to last Wednesday, none. And on top of that, I think there was, somebody wrote, and I posted this, uh, at least on Twitter, I don't know if I did on Facebook, but someone that, that I know that was there, who's going to a lot of Trump rallies, said it was, it was basically the same type of crowd that he has seen at a lot of rallies, other than they were maybe like a little rowdier than some of them have been in the past. And um, he said it seemed like a pretty pretty typical Trump crowd. They were loud, but well-behaved. <coughs> but out of a crowd of about 100,000, there seemed to be a subset of three to 400 protesters bent on pushing boundaries. They immediately took over a three-story camera platform, erected in advance of the coming inauguration. And then they pretty much took over the west front of the Capitol. There was some shoving, pepper spray, police shoot tactical flashbangs. It was clear the police were losing control of the situation. So he writes, I didn't see the actual incursion when they went in. But I'm pretty shocked by the images I've seen. Um, So then he said... um, Many have asked if these were truly Trump folks or maybe there were other groups stirring the pot dressed in MAGA gear. Not sure. My sense is there was predominantly Trump folks. Time will sort that out. And there seems to be some compelling evidence that some of the people that went into the building may have been seen at Antifa rallies in the past. What I witnessed on the outside seemed to be MAGA folks. But how does one really know? So and I think that's a pretty good indication. So you had three or four hundred people that showed up there and they had one mission, and that was to get inside and cause havoc or do damage and so forth. You had one hundred thousand people who weren't doing anything. Uh, we have no reason to believe that Representative Justin Price was not one of the people on the outside. Now, this was someone who was there and didn't even know you couldn't tell if they were going in. So my point is, folks, we're in dangerous territory now that you have local host. They can't even talk about it. Don't talk about it. <clears throat> you know, I'll tell you right now, I don't believe the results of the Rhode Island election, that 520,000 legal votes were cast. I don't believe that. And I don't think many of you believe that. But I think this is out- outrageous that those people won't even say anything about it, that they can't even talk about it. Now, listen, if I say that, I'm not encouraging violence of any kind. I have said that we need to examine the voter rolls. We need to know the checks and balances of who is registered to vote. I don't want anybody, any violence of any kind. I don't want any type of anyone arrested. By the way, I resent the fact that immediately the media pivoted to call them all domestic terrorists. The media immediately started going after them in that way. You never heard that this past summer. But it's no, do do I... Trust the word. I want you to think of this right now. And at 1225, the way the Rhode Island media is basically operating right now, and that includes uh, Pork Boy and uh, the Cackle, um, Sour, Sally, Granahan, and, and Matt Allen, who I, that's the biggest cave, took down his Facebook page because he was afraid someone was going to post about the election. I mean, that is insanity. 
you, if someone posts on your page that I think the election was stolen, I, I, I mean that that you're gonna how do you you're gonna I mean you you can have, I have a strong filter, <clears throat> and I still take stuff down, but so now you're that paranoid about it. Do I think? 520,000 people voted in the Rhode Island election in November. No, not at all. Are you kidding me? The Rhode Island media is basically taking Nellie Gorbia's, it's it's an honor system. We're supposed to take her word <clears throat> that everyone was registered, that no one voted twice, all mail ballots were on the up and up, that no illegals voted. I I, I know that's not the case. The problem is you can't get access to the information. Now, we have people, I spoke to someone who is working on that. And and I'm not trying to take shots at the local media, but there is a lack of curiosity. But I just, I refuse to believe it. Um, how many people listening and watching right now, you received an unsolicited mail ballot that didn't even have to be notarized and people mailed it back. Here's my point, and this is very important because they try to pick things out. No, you, you can protest without violence. Okay, I went to a Trump rally at the State House. I went, I was the MC. I went to a Trump rally at, at Rocky Point. There was no violence there. There was no fighting. No one's advocating for that. You want to show your support for a certain candidate for change? The Rhode Island election system, like many other states, is it has no checks and balances. Right now, as we speak, how are you to know that if someone walked in and said, I want to register to vote in Rhode Island, they didn't turn anyone away. They didn't even ask someone, are you a citizen of the country? They have translators on the staff. So you have someone who's Spanish speaking, who walked into the Secretary of State's office, said, I want to register to vote. And they brought out the translator. They couldn't even do it. They helped them fill it out. Boom, they're on the voter roll. They didn't show. They just sign a little, put an X. There I am. And now they can vote. That's wrong. They're not a U.S. citizen. Now, Nellie Gorbia, they say, well, they're a Rhode Island citizen. But to vote in our elections, you're supposed to be a U.S. citizen. My point is, there's no checks and balances. We have no evidence of who's turned away, why they're turned away, who's supposed to have oversight on that. Zero. And these new regulations are supposed to be that you can't talk about it. Now, as I have said at 1228, I think a lot of rhetoric leading up to last Wednesday, it was misleading to people, many of you was sending me messages saying, I think he's got something up his sleeve. I think the president's going to unveil something. Um, I I didn't buy into all that. And I, I also want to say, and I've been very outspoken, not so much on the air here, but more on social media. I think a lot of the rhetoric from that Linwood, General Flynn from Middletown, very destructive. These people went off the deep end. When they start talking about rounding up traitors, we're going to hang them. We're going to whatever, execute them, firing squad, this other stuff. That That is lunacy talk. It is. And there's there's no uh, room for that. That needs to be called out. But the problem is you, you do a real broad brush if you group it all in and just say, we don't want anyone. Do I, do I think the election? Yes. I think back in the summer when they announced that it could be all these mail ballots and you didn't have to get them notarized. <coughs> In the early voting, I think they set the stage, especially in Rhode Island, for the elections to be stolen. Yeah, I do believe that. Now, do I think President Trump won Rhode Island? I don't think so because of the voter rolls in the city of Providence. It's a problem. And there's no checks and balances. I'll say this. Secretary of State Nellie Gobia gets a free pass. 
because the honest with you folks, the media, they don't even know what to ask them. But call up those talk hosts and say, I want to talk to you on why I think the election was stolen. If you don't believe me, see what they say. Watch, you won't even get on the air. See, that's ridiculous. You know, there's a big difference by saying we need uh, reform within the way our elections are done. Secretary of State Nellie Gobia, she now wants this to be the blueprint of how things are done going forward. She's like, this was great. What did she call it? This was the perfect election. Folks, there was nothing perfect about this. Back in, um, <clears throat> in 2016, 450,000 people voted. 200,000 people voted for President Trump in Rhode Island. And they just, 40% of the vote, they're being cast aside. You take the illegals out of the vote, I'm telling you, this becomes a much closer election. I think he does pull closer to 46% of the vote. I really do. It is certainly not as lopsided as it was. <clears throat> but if, you're, if that's allowed to stand, then you got a big problem statewide. But they don't want it discussed. They want it to be you are not to discuss the elections. That that is now somehow like you're a traitor or you're supporting or you're encouraging violence if you even discuss it. Now, I want to get on the line. He is the minority leader. He is, uh, and, he, and I'm so glad he issued a statement. And uh, the speaker, Joe Sakachi issued a statement. Folks, we're going to get Blake Filippi on the line, who is the minority leader at the, uh, oh, okay. All right, well, uh, we're trying to, um, trying to get a hold of him. And I went to, uh, it went to voicemail, but I will get him on the line. Uh, folks, this portion of the program brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Remember what they say. If your appliance is dying, whether it's your washing machine or dryer or dishwasher, whatever your appliance, microwave, call Ryan's Appliance Repair. All right, folks, joining us right now, he is, in fact, the uh, House Minority Leader, and it's our friend, Minority Leader Blake Filippi. Good afternoon, Minority Leader Filippi. Hey, John. How you doing? I'm, uh, well, I'm a little distressed. Uh, I think a lot, the way a lot of people are with some of the events that are happening. But uh, the purpose of me wanting to have you on is I think uh, you hit it over the fence with your reaction to the situation by Justin Price and also uh, that of House Speaker Joe Sakachi. But your words specifically, this is getting into thought police. If, if Representative Justin Price, he went to Washington. It was to show support for the president. The president was giving a speech. After the speech, uh, they were having debate on the floor of the Senate at the, at the Capitol where they were going to debate about the Electoral College. Uh, there are many people that attended. They peacefully walked down there. There was, there was, no, uh, there was nothing wrong with what happened at the speech. There was no problem with people walking down. He is not accused of any wrongdoing. He uh, did not commit any crime. When he came back, he was giving his opinion on who he thought might have been involved. And as a result of that, the one that really gets me is General Treasurer Seth Magazine, a statewide office holder, basically saying that Justin Price needs to resign basically because he was in Washington. That's what they're saying. Yeah, and I mean, it's a, there's a little bit of hypocrisy there. You know, Seth Magaziner has made multiple comments about how the will of the voters uh, can't be overturned by Donald Trump. And that's essentially what he's seeking to do to the voters of Richmond, Exeter, West Greenwich, and Hopkinton who elected Justin Price. 
that he was elected and Representative Price was elected in a free and fair election. Uh, some people obviously don't like what Justin Price believes, and they feel that they have the right to take away the, the selection of the people of those districts. Um, I think it's, it's hypocritical. You know, no one is sitting here defending Justin Price. That's not what we're doing. Right. We're defending his right to exercise his First Amendment, say what he believes, attend a peaceful protest. I'll add that Justin assured me and others that he had no part in the violence. And it's simply a thought crime yep. um, that because he believes the way he believes that he should not be a representative. That's not the choice of Seth Magaziner. It's not the choice of Brandon Potter. It's the choice of Justin Price's neighbors. And I'll fight to the end to defend their right to pick their representative. And and I will call out the hypocrisy of Treasurer Magaziner and Representative Potter. Representative Filippi, um, you know, George Floyd, that, you know, terrible incident that happened in Minneapolis. That happened on, on Memorial Day night. That happened that Monday night of Memorial Day weekend. The following Saturday, there was a Black Lives Matter rally and protest downtown Providence. Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline attended. Uh, that afternoon, someone broke the windows at the Rhode Island State House. So no one called out Cicilline about the vandalism that was done there. Now, granted, I know it's, it's all relative. But then the following Monday night was the famous riot at the Providence Place Mall and then started it there and then it erupted all through Providence. Providence City Councilwoman Kat Kerwin who has openly encouraged vandalism of the Columbus statue, who was then had to be removed because of the mob. She was outside the Providence Ball, Providence Place Ball, before the riot started. No one has said that she should step down. What they're basically saying is that because Justin Price went to Washington, he should resign. I mean, that that is absolutely preposterous in my mind. Yeah, you know, there was, there was hundreds of thousands of people there in Washington. Now, listen, if Rep. Price participated in violence, it's a different analysis. Yes. But he hasn't. No. He was down there. He said he peacefully protested. Yep. You know, he believes that there were Antifa and BLM involved. Yeah. I, I have no facts to, to support that, but that's what Justin believes. I've spoken to him. He honestly believes it. Yep. And he, and he expressed that opinion. Now, I don't want to... Uh, with the Black Lives Matter protests that happened in Providence, I'm not going to uh, uh, attach sin to David Cicilline and Kat Kerwin for the violence of others. Right. If they didn't participate in it, I think that would be inappropriate. Right. And that and that same consideration should be given to a Republican. Yes. Um, but this is this is more about thought crime, and it's a very very dangerous road to go on. If you remember, John. It used to be liberals that believed in free speech and freedom of thought. They fought against McCarthyism, and that was the right fight. We don't have thought police in this country, but unfortunately, many of my liberal friends have have abandoned the notion and the truth that the answer to speech you do not like is more speech. More speech. Have the great battleground of ideas resolve these issues. Not cancel culture. Not taking away the rights of the people of Justin's district to pick their representative. It's just total hypocrisy. There's a woman... um uh, I think it's Mel Melanie something. She's run for office in Lincoln against Stephen Archibald. She's a progressive. She this is where it's come, folks. And again, we're speaking with House Minority Leader Blake Flippy. But this is how far it's come, uh, Minority Leader Flippy. She was posting on Twitter that there's a man 
who, in her mind, resembled Representative Price inside the Capitol wearing a mask. And because the person that he, she posted a picture of, because it resembled him, he should resign. Now, last week, it was reiterated that Representative Price, by the way, served in the Marine Corps, would not wear a mask as the General Assembly was meeting at Veterans Auditorium. We have reached the point, you have someone saying he should resign because he resembles someone who looks like someone who was in the Capitol that day. John, he doesn't even resemble him, unless since the last week when I saw Justin, he put on 50 pounds and dyed his hair black. I know, you're right. It's not him. Yeah. I, I mean, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, this is just ridiculous. It's, you know, Justin, whether you agree with his comments or not, yep. should not be kicked <clears throat> out of the house. And, and the outreach mob, and me saying this, John, me just saying this truth, that we should not be kicking him out, we should not take away the rights of the voters, you cannot believe the hate mail and phone calls I've gotten in the past 24 hours. I've seen some of it online. Yeah, just oh. because you posted that. But it's outrageous. It and, is. And what I posted coincides with Joe Sicarci. Yes. Joe Sicarci's statement is right on. He's like, listen, if there were crimes, we'll, we'll act. And I agree with him. Yes. I agree with him. Yep. But because I'm a Republican and I posted something that is rationally the same as Joe Sicarci, you know, I'm, I'm the second coming of the Ku Klux Klan. Right. You know, it's like you're dealing with people who aren't just weren't thinking logically. There's yeah. a lot of emotion, a lot of anger, and that bleeds through much of what they're doing. And Rep. Filippi, uh, before we let you go, and I also want to point this out, and I've been saying this. You know, some of the people that have been arrested, they have been at Black Lives Matter and Antifa-type gatherings. Here's what some people don't understand, Rep. Filippi, is there are some people, they're really anti-government people. They're like anarchists. So when they hear there's any type of government protest, whether it's in... You know, Utah or Arizona, they're there. And so there were some people inside. Now, I'm not saying that they're, I'm not even saying that they're Black Lives Matter Antifa people. To me, they go to that type of thing if there's going to be destruction. They go to, uh, in this situation, there was a protest at the Capitol. That they go to the night of the riot in Providence. A lot of those people were not protesters. They were people that just felt this is a night to like go wilding. And break windows and do damage. And I know that sounds sick, but my point is what Justin Price was saying, it's not determined. There were many credible news outlets in the first 24 to 48 hours after this. They were mentioning it was unclear who some of these people were. And by the way, as much as the FBI is saying a lot of these people were Trump people, a lot of these people you will find they go wherever they expected there's going to be some kind of a protest, right? Like, that's really their calling card. So technically, he's not even wrong. And if he says, you know, there was someone else I was just quoting who said he's been to a ton of MAGA rallies and so forth and said it was the typical crowd, except this guy who was there said, but there seemed to be three to 400 people, and they were intent on pushing the boundaries and fighting with the police. And, and I believe that. So think of 100,000 people, and then you have three or 400 that are basically real instigators, and they're causing problems and fighting with the police. That's, that's less than 1%. You don't lump everybody in as they were all white supremacists, anarchists, that are basically part of an insurrection on the government. Yeah, listen, there are many Black Lives Matters protesters who were peaceful and said, we will not do violence. Don't do the violence. Right. I won't, 
I will not paint those peaceful protesters with the violent acts of a few. Right. I will not do it. It's not fair. Everyone needs to be judged by the content of their character and their individual actions. You know, even close to home, before I let you go, you had that justice for Jamal. I was there. It was on a Tuesday night. It was after the Jamal Gonzalez uh, situation. You had 21 arrested that night who were then doing, you know, various things. And no time did the media call them domestic terrorists. They were throwing fireworks at the police. They were throwing bottles at the police. Uh, they were just seen as, uh, you know, a couple unruly protesters. But by and large, the crowd was peaceful. Rep. Filippi, you could say the same for this crowd. But that is interesting. I did see you posted comments. And immediately, the vile, hateful things aimed at you were suddenly, they want to have a narrative that if you went to Washington, you're a white supremacist. You are just as guilty as anyone that was inside the building. It is, it is just so beyond the pale of reasonable talk. But that's what they're looking for. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll say one other thing. When If you look what happened in Portland, Oregon, they, Antifa, yep. for I think 30 days straight, attacked the federal courthouse. Yes. It was, it was a war zone. Yes. I mean, are, are, is the federal judiciary no longer a branch of the federal government? Right. Was that not some type of insurgency or sedition by trying to destroy a federal courthouse and doing it for 30 days straight? Right. I mean, you can't, you know, it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Most of myself and my Republicans, Republican colleagues condemned all the violence this summer yes. and condemned the violence last week. Yeah. However, my Democratic friends only condemned the violence last week. That's right. Conversely, they didn't just not condemn the violence over the summer. Many of them encouraged it. Yes, without and, question. And, and here they are clutching their pearls about what happened in Washington, which was awful, which people who participated in it need to go to jail. Yes. But I don't, nothing smells like hypocrisy, John. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Folks, he is the House Minority Leader. He's a true leader. He is uh, Representative Filippi. Rep, great job. I applaud you for that, you and Speaker Sakachi. But hold strong, because they're not done yet. They will keep screaming. They'll still try to change the narrative. They're trying to turn this you know you were they're gonna have before this is done they're gonna have you know well price in his mind he was thinking he was inside so that should you know that should count so and uh and there were people he should release his cell phone records and he should release his travel records and everything else so folks he is house minority leader uh, blake Filippi. rep great job we'll talk to you again See you, John. All right, folks, there he is, Representative uh, Filippi with us on this Monday. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. I'm telling you, this thing is out of control. I have a lot more to go through. And then you have Representative David Cicilline is jumping up and down that he's going to impeach President Trump. We're going to talk about that. But this portion of the program is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272-3340-401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Did someone hit your vehicle over the course of the weekend? If that's the case, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Now, if you haven't seen some of the stories I'm talking about, folks, many times you're going to realize that a lot of the, the media does not cover this stuff. And I, I was really disturbed at how quickly they pivoted to domestic terrorists. You never heard that this summer. You never heard this this summer. But I have the stories posted on the website, depetro.com. I also want to encourage you, remember to visit Surplus Provisions. 
Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, where you can get body armor and ammo and pepper spray in food storage. Surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Folks, but I, I do want you to understand the video that is coming out now, it's getting worse. It is getting worse. And anyone that beat the police, uh, anyone that was engaging with some of those things. Now, we did speak with Frank Ritchie, who was saying that he felt that some of the Capitol Police, they weren't helping the cause by shooting uh paintball and uh, pepper spraying the crowd and flashbangs and that type of thing. But this was what you basically saw was a combat situation. And they were not prepared for a combat situation. They just weren't. But if you visit the website, petro.com, where has David Cicilline been through this whole thing? And no one even asked him about it. You know, I was the only one that was asked. He never commented on the riot in Providence. He attended the Black Lives Matter protest. It was the Saturday after Memorial Day when they smashed all the windows on the doors of the back of the state house. No one went after him on that. No one said he should be arrested for that. That You don't hear any outcry on something like that. You don't hear anyone referred to as domestic terrorists. That was seen that because of what happened in Minneapolis with the police and George Floyd, that you need to let the people vent. And you need to let them do that. And, you know, yesterday... There's someone that teaches journalism. And you saw second Capitol Police officer, they posted dead on uh, Twitter. And then when you looked at it, you realized that, or I did anyway, that, that in fact, um, you realize now other people are picking up on the whole PRO thing. I mean, think of that. WPRO can't even talk about the election. Wow. WPRO owners are telling radio hosts to cool it with the election. I mean, think of that. They can't even talk about it. Call them up. I wouldn't mind if you leave this this show right now and call them. What is it? 438-9776. They can't even talk about it. Folks, are you telling me? Wow. Worth noting. WPRO's hosts have dismissed the idea that there was widespread fraud in the election. But not only that, they won't even talk about it. How do you not talk about it? What about in Rhode Island? That's a disgrace. That's an absolute disgrace. You can't talk about it? That's the story. That's the story right now. And as I have said, you know, why can't you, you, you can um, certainly mention the fact that, as I've said, is there anyone that, that really believes that in Rhode Island, 520,000 people voted? What? And here's the thing. In 2016, 450,000 people voted. Four years later, they somehow found 75,000 new voters. Is there anyone that actually believes that? Folks, that's 10% of the population. That's, that's 15% of the actual or 20% of the actual voters, eligible voters. That suddenly started voting. Does anyone believe that? I mean, what an absolute joke. And Pork Boy, and Ka- they can't even talk about it. And Matt Allen deleted his Facebook page because apparently some of you were posting that you think that the election was stolen. Now, I'm going to tell you, there's, but there's a big difference between, I'm not, no one's advocating for violence. Um, there's a big, uh, there's no one advocating for violence, and I've called out those that are calling for violence. But it can be discussed, but to shut it down, 
to say President Trump can't be on Twitter, to say you don't even have a right to talk about it. You're supposed to be a talk station for crying out loud. And you can't even say that. Now, here's the thing. I know for a fact the behind the scenes some people are looking into what happened here in Rhode Island, that there was no checks and balances the way the vote went. And you know what we know? That down the dial, they won't even talk about it. Like, what is This is 2021. This isn't even about you have an opinion, I have an opinion. Nope. Off the table. We're not discussing it. We're not talking about it. And on top of that, I'm not even going to have a Facebook page to allow you to talk about it. Like, what? We're not talking about there are different people have gotten in trouble for advocating for violence. And they should. You know, anyone that has said, there are talk hosts. There was a guy I was reading in Fresno that was saying so-and-so should be hung. You can't talk that way. You cannot talk that way. Listen, I have criticism of David Cicilline. I do. I have criticism of Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline. You haven't seen from him during the pandemic. You haven't heard from him in the pandemic. I think he's a pathological liar. He was, I believe, he would uh, have illegals registered to vote when he was mayor. He's perfected it while he's been a congressman. He was the one that brought in Gordon Fox. Gordon Fox should have handed him over to the feds, and he didn't. And Cicilline's never fully answered questions on that. He lied about the finances of the of the condition, finance uh, condition of, of um, the city of Providence. And since he's been in Congress, all he's obsessed about now is impeachment. And I think that's wrong. Now, I don't believe that people should be going, you know, you haven't heard me, leading people to his house. I don't even know where he lives or anything like that. No one should take a swing at him. You don't do that. But now it's going to be wiped off the table. I mean, they're setting up that you can't even criticize someone. For what? See, but folks, this fits the narrative. Hi there, guy. How can people be so blind? You can't even question. We're just supposed to, okay, if Secretary of State Nellie Gorbia, if she says it was a perfect election and everyone that voted and it was fine, then we're supposed to believe it. And now you can't even question it. And you can't even call WPRO and say, you know, I, I don't think this election was done right. Again, there's a big difference between riling people up, telling them to go into action, advocating violence. I don't know of anyone that anyone reasonable that believes that when you sent out, as I've said, folks, right now at 1252, how many people listing you received an unsolicited mail ballot application? A lot of people filled them out, sent it in. Many of you have told me or. Kids that have lived out of state for years got it. Your parents or someone that has been deceased for many years got one. People who used to live in the house you live in got one. And Nellie Gorbia now wants that to be the new way. That there's no question. They want to basically say there's no more going to vote. Three weeks out, you can just send in a non-notarized mail ballot. And we're supposed to blindly accept the election. What did Reagan say? Trust but verify. I don't agree with that. And right now, down the dial, I was there for 10 years. You can't even question that. You can't even say, hey, I don't think that's a fair way to do the election. Nope. Don't even discuss it. Wow. Wow. Whew. Boy, freedom of speech. President Trump off Twitter. Nope. Nope. Can't talk about it. We're not even going to let him. Did he say something obscene? No. 
Can he post that he's going to have Belichick at the White House on Thursday to give him the, the uh, Medal of Freedom? No, he's not allowed to talk anymore. How about, but what really gets me is the people that, um, the people that are saying that this Justin Price, there's someone, this woman was saying, I don't know, remember her name exactly, and I don't know her, Melanie DuPont, maybe. She was saying he looks like someone who was in the Capitol. So he should resign. He should resign because he resembles someone who was in the Capitol. Now, there were many people that were led into the Capitol, by the way, and the guards let them in. Now, if you want to charge them with trespassing, which is, I think, a misdemeanor, we'll try to find out. Um, You're going to charge them with a, a misdemeanor of trespassing. How do you charge them with that? I showed up at the Capitol. The Capitol Guard told me to go inside. I went inside. I didn't break anything. I didn't steal anything. I walked through and I went out another door. And now there's a defense. Most of those people are going to be out. But to then say you can't even talk about it. Folks, this portion of the program brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's Ron and Melissa. Stop in. Folks, I was there on Saturday. They still have. Trump delicious Trump chocolate donuts. They also have delicious cannolis and calzones and fresh sandwiches. Easy to get to right off Civil Spring Street near um, AAA in Providence. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see Ron and Melissa. Everything is fresh, uh, delicious. It's so fresh and there's nothing like it. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. And they're going to continue to serve and sell. Trump chocolate donuts and Trump cupcakes. I saw them on Saturday, and I think that's terrific. Well, folks, at 12.55, now listen, I want to be very clear that, um, you know, this, this is just, uh, this is going into a very dangerous situation right now when you start to take things off the table and down the dial to say that you can't even discuss voting. So if someone says, I don't think that this was a fair election, and I also, and I want to be very clear, the problem with voting has become that it almost, it's, it's like, you know, there's HIPAA laws for whatever your health condition is. They're treating voting that way, that because of people have the, the privacy of the ballot box, that no one is to look at your vote. And as a result of that, I think they manipulate it. I think they take advantage of it. And we're not allowed to see the voter rolls. We're not allowed to see various things like that. And there's no checks and balances to find out if John Smith, supposedly John and and Jim Smith live at 5 Chalkstone Avenue and they registered to vote and they supposedly live there. And here's their ex and and uh, for a signature and we're they don't have anyone that can go and see the whole thing is really built in with um, how they registered to vote. There's no checks and balances in that. We don't get to see the information. There's a big difference between what uh, Sidney Powell and Linwood and some of the allegations Rudy Giuliani, they've been making against these Dominion machines, saying Sidney Powell was saying that they were flipping something and, and then it all just spits out like that. I mean, listen, they're, they're going to be sued and they are going to be sued by Dominion over $1 billion for saying that. There's a big difference that. And right now, whether you realize it or not, you don't have easy access to the voter rolls. You just don't. And that's new. That's been the past three years. And I think that type of situation, it leads to questions. When you have, um, you know, when people are not transparent on information, I think it raises a lot of questions. But this is new that you can't even talk about that. Can't even talk about voting. That's different. Can't even say it. No one is advocating violence. No one should say, 
you know, you need to go down there and destroy. No one is saying that. But someone could say, boy, he, he got ripped off. Hey, we're finding out that people couldn't go into the senior centers in order to um, see people. For, this last vote in November was very questionable. But to not be able to discuss it, that I think becomes dangerous territory. Folks, and again, if you go to the website, Petro.com, you can see that I have uh, mapped out uh, Cicilline trying to raise money off what happened in the Capitol. You have that Seth Magaziner wants this rep to step down. We're heading into a dangerous situation. Remember, DePetro.com is sponsored by Relax Souls Reflexology. Lisa Wood is so talented. Folks, you can call or text her. It's a direct link at the website, 742-6621. And it's so simple, deep, relaxed healing from inside out. It boosts your immunity function. What she works on is your hands and your feet. Reflexology. So it is um, application of pressures in the feet or hands, and it's very, very relaxing and alleviates stress. It's perfect for the new year, perfect for you. Contact Lisa, 401-742-6621 to make an appointment. Now, it's John DePietro. Now, folks, again, uh, next hour, uh, radio only, we're going to talk more about this whole situation and then bring in the latest. Cicilline is, uh, Congressman Cicilline is jumping up and down that uh, he's going to bring on the impeachment. And this is just terrible because people are very, very upset. The FBI is warning of a huge uprising, huge uprising right now. And listen, make no mistake about it. There were a lot of uh, Trump people in there. And this story is seemingly um, getting worse. Incitement of a riot or insurrection. That's what they're saying. Uh, and some of the footage is terrible. It is. So we're going to also bring the latest on some uh, breaking story out of one socket. So, folks, another hour to go. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go on the John DePietro show. I'm going to tell you again about it's Congressman Cicilline leading the impeachment. I don't think that's what people want. I know he doesn't serve you. I know that's that's not good representation. He's doing that on his own. And I think it's disgraceful. So we have another full hour to go. We're going to get a news update at 1 o'clock next hour on the radio. Right now it's 1 o'clock.